Matthew chapter 8 As Jesus came down the mountain, he was followed by large crowds. Suddenly, a man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus. He said, Lord, you have the power to make me well, if only you wanted to. Jesus put his hand on the man and said, I want to. Now you are well. At once the man's leprosy disappeared. Jesus told him, Don't tell anyone about this, but go and show the priest that you are well. Then take a gift to the temple, just as Moses commanded, and everyone will know that you have been healed. When Jesus was going into the town of Capernaum, an army officer came up to him and said, Lord, my servant is at home in such terrible pain that he can't even move. I will go and heal him, Jesus replied. The officer said, Lord, I'm not good enough for you to come into my house. Just give the order and my servant will get well. I have officers who give orders to me, and I have soldiers who take orders from me. I can say to one of them, go, and he goes. I can say to another, come, and he comes. I can say to my servant, do this, and he will do it. When Jesus heard this, he was so surprised that he turned and said to the crowd following him, I tell you that in all of Israel I've never found anyone with this much faith. Many people will come from everywhere to enjoy the feast in the kingdom of heaven with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. But the ones who should have been in the kingdom will be thrown out into the dark. They will cry and grit their teeth in pain. Then Jesus said to the officer, You may go home now. Your faith has made it happen. Right then, his servant was healed. Jesus went to the home of Peter, where he found that Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with fever. He took her by the hand, and the fever left her. Then she got up and served Jesus a meal. That evening many people with demons in them were brought to Jesus, and with only a word he forced out the evil spirits and healed everyone who was sick. So God's promise came true, just as the prophet Isaiah had said. He healed our diseases and made us well. When Jesus saw the crowd, he went across Lake Galilee. A teacher of the law of Moses came up to him and said, Teacher, I'll go anywhere with you. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man doesn't have a place to call his own. Another disciple said to Jesus, Lord, let me wait till I bury my father. Jesus answered, Come with me and let the dead bury their dead. After Jesus left in a boat with his disciples, a terrible storm suddenly struck the lake and waves started splashing into their boat. Jesus was sound asleep. So the disciple went over to him and woke him up. They said, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. But Jesus replied, Why are you so afraid? You surely don't have much faith. Then he got up and ordered the wind and the waves to calm down, and everything was calm. The men in the boat were amazed and said, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. After Jesus had crossed the lake, he came to shore near the town of Gadara and started down the road. Two men with demons in them came to him from the tombs. They were so fierce that no one could travel that way. Suddenly they shouted, Jesus, son of God, what do you want with us? Have you come to punish us before our time? Not far from there, a large herd of pigs was feeding. So the demons begged Jesus, if you force us out... Please, send us into those pigs! Jesus told them to go, and they went out of the men and into the pigs. 
All at once the pigs rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. The people taking care of the pigs ran to the town and told everything, especially what had happened to the two men. Everyone in town came out to meet Jesus. When they saw him, they begged him to leave their part of the country. Matthew chapter 9 Jesus got into a boat and crossed back over to the town where he lived. Some people soon brought to him a crippled man, lying on a mat. When Jesus saw how much faith they had, he said to the crippled man, My friend, don't worry. Your sins are forgiven. Some teachers of the law of Moses said to themselves, Jesus must think he is God. But Jesus knew what was in their minds, and he said, Why are you thinking such evil things? Is it easier for me to tell this crippled man that his sins are forgiven, or to tell him to get up and walk? But I will show you that the Son of Man has the right to forgive sins here on earth. So Jesus said to the man, Get up, pick up your mat and go on home. The man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were afraid and praised God for giving such authority to people. As Jesus was leaving, he saw a tax collector, named Matthew, sitting at the place for paying taxes. Jesus said to him, Come with me. Matthew got up and went with him. Later, Jesus and his disciples were having dinner at Matthew's house. Many tax collectors and other sinners were also there. Some Pharisees asked Jesus' disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and other sinners? Jesus heard them and answered, Healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. Go and learn what the scriptures mean when they say, Instead of offering sacrifices to me, I want you to be merciful to others. I didn't come to invite good people to be my followers. I came to invite sinners. One day some followers of John the Baptist came and asked Jesus, Why do we and the Pharisees often go without eating, while your disciples never do? Jesus answered, the friends of a bridegroom don't go without eating while he is still with them. But the time will come when he will be taken from them. Then they will go without eating. No one uses a new piece of cloth to patch old clothes. The patch would shrink and tear a bigger hole. No one pours new wine into old wineskins. The wine would swell and burst the old skins. Then the wine would be lost and the skins would be ruined. New wine must be put into new wineskins. Both the skins and the wine will then be safe. While Jesus was still speaking, an official came and knelt in front of him. The man said, My daughter has just died. Please come and place your hand on her. Then she will live again. Jesus and his disciples got up and went with the man. A woman who had been bleeding for twelve years came up behind Jesus and barely touched his clothes. She had said to herself, If I can just touch his clothes, I will get well. Jesus turned. He saw the woman and said, Don't worry. You are now well because of your faith. At that moment, she was healed. When Jesus went into the home of the official and saw the musicians and the crowd of mourners, he said, Get out of here. The little girl isn't dead. She is just asleep. Everyone started laughing at Jesus. But after the crowd had been sent out of the house, Jesus went to the girl's bedside. He took her by the hand and helped her up. News about this spread all over that part of the country. As Jesus was walking along, two blind men began following him and shouting, Son of David! Have pity on us! 
After Jesus had gone indoors, the two blind men came up to him. He asked them, Do you believe I can make you well? Yes, yes Lord, they answered. Jesus touched their eyes and said, Because of your faith, you will be healed. They were able to see. And Jesus strictly warned them not to tell anyone about him. But they left and talked about him to everyone in that part of the country. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, some people brought to him a man who could not talk because a demon was in him. After Jesus had forced the demon out, the man started talking. The crowds were so amazed that they began saying, Nothing like this has ever happened in Israel. But the Pharisees said, The leader of the demons gives him the power to force out demons. Jesus went to every town and village. He taught in their meeting places and preached the good news about God's kingdom. Jesus also healed every kind of disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he felt sorry for them. They were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, A large crop is in the fields, but there are only a few workers. Ask the Lord in charge of the harvest to send out workers to bring it in. Matthew chapter 10 Jesus called together his twelve disciples. He gave them the power to force out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and sickness. The first of the twelve apostles was... Simon. Better known as Peter. His brother Andrew was an apostle and so were James and John. The two sons of Zebedee. Mm. Philip. Bartholomew. Thomas. Matthew, the tax collector. <laughs> James. The son of Alphaeus. And Thaddeus were also apostles. The others were Simon, known as... The eagle one. Uh, and Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out the twelve apostles with these instructions. Stay away from the Gentiles and don't go to any Samaritan town. Go only to the people of Israel because they are like a flock of lost sheep. As you go... Announce that the kingdom of heaven will soon be here. Heal the sick. Raise the dead to life. Heal people who have leprosy and force out demons. You received without paying. Now give without being paid. Don't take along any gold, silver or copper coins. And don't carry a travelling bag or an extra shirt or, or sandals or a walking stick. Workers deserve their food. So when you go to a town or a village, find someone worthy enough to have you as their guest and stay with them until you leave. When you go to a home, give it your blessing of peace. If the home is deserving, let your blessing remain with them. But if the home isn't deserving, take back your blessing of peace. If someone won't welcome you or listen to your message, leave their home or town and shake the dust from your feet at them. I promise you that the day of judgment will be easier for the towns of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. I am sending you like lambs into a pack of wolves, so be as wise as snakes and as innocent as doves. Watch out for people who will take you to court and have you beaten in their meeting places. Because of me, you will be dragged before rulers and kings to tell them and the Gentiles about your faith. But when someone arrests you, don't worry about what you will say or how you will say it. At that time, you will be given the words to say. But you will not really be the one speaking. The spirit from your father will tell you what to say. Brothers and sisters will betray one another and have each other put to death. 
parents will betray their own children, and children will turn against their parents and have them killed. Everyone will hate you because of me. But if you remain faithful until the end, you will be saved. When people mistreat you in one town, hurry to another one. I promise you that before you have gone to all the towns of Israel, the Son of Man will come. Disciples are not better than their teacher, and slaves are not better than their master. It is enough for disciples to be like their teacher, and for slaves to be like their master. If people call the head of the family Satan, what will they say about the rest of the family? Don't be afraid of anyone. Everything that is hidden will be found out, and every secret will be known. Whatever I say to you in the dark, you must tell in the light, and you must announce from the housetops whatever I have whispered to you. Don't be afraid of people. They can kill you, but they cannot harm your soul. Instead, you should fear God, who can destroy both your body and your soul in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for only a penny? But your father knows when any one of them falls to the ground. Even the hairs on your head are counted. So don't be afraid. You are worth much more than many sparrows. If you tell others that you belong to me, I will tell my father in heaven that you are my followers. But if you reject me, I will tell my father in heaven that you don't belong to me. Don't think that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came to bring trouble, not peace. I came to turn sons against their fathers, daughters against their mothers, and daughters-in-law against their mothers-in-law. Your worst enemies will be in your own family. If you love your father or mother or even your sons and daughters more than me, you are not fit to be my disciples. And unless you are willing to take up your cross and come with me, you are not fit to be my disciples. If you try to save your life, you will lose it. But if you give it up for me, you will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me also welcomes the one who sent me. Anyone who welcomes a prophet just because that person is a prophet will be given the same reward as a prophet. Anyone who welcomes a good person just because that person is good will be given the same reward as a good person, and anyone who gives one of my most humble followers a cup of cool water, just because that person is my follower, will be rewarded. Matthew chapter eleven. After Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he left and began teaching and preaching in the towns. John was in prison when he heard what Christ was doing, so John sent some of his followers to ask Jesus, "Are you the one we should be looking for, or must we wait for someone else?" Jesus answered, "Go and tell John what you have heard and seen. The blind are now able to see, and the lame can walk. People with leprosy are being healed, and the deaf can hear." The dead are raised to life, and the poor are hearing the good news. God will bless everyone who doesn't reject me because of what I do. As John's followers were going away, Jesus spoke to the crowds about John. What sort of person did you go out into the desert to see? Was he like tall grass blown about by the wind? What kind of man did you go out to see? Was he someone dressed in fine clothes? People who dress like that live in the king's palace. 
What did you really go out to see? Was he a prophet? He certainly was. I tell you that he was more than a prophet. In the scriptures, God says about him, I am sending my messenger ahead of you to get things ready for you. I tell you that no one ever born on this earth is greater than John the Baptist, but whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John. From the time of John the Baptist until now, violent people have been trying to take over the kingdom of heaven by force. All the books of the prophets and the law of Moses told what was going to happen up to the time of John. And if you believe them, John is Elijah, the prophet you are waiting for. If you have ears, pay attention. You people are like children sitting in the market and shouting to each other, We played the flute, but you would not dance. We sang a funeral song, but you would not mourn. John the Baptist did not go around eating and drinking. And you said, That man has a demon in him. But the Son of Man goes around eating and drinking, and you say, That man eats and drinks too much. He is even a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is shown to be right by what it does. In the towns where Jesus had worked most of his miracles, the people refused to turn to God. So Jesus was upset with them and said, You people of Chorazin are in for trouble. You people of Bethsaida are in for trouble too. If the miracles that took place in your towns had happened in Tyre and Sidon, the people there would have turned to God long ago. They would have dressed in sackcloth and put ashes on their heads. I tell you that on the day of judgment, the people of Tyre and Sidon will get off easier than you will. People of Capernaum, do you think you will be honoured in heaven? You will go down to hell. If the miracles that took place in your town had happened in Sodom, that town would still be standing. So I tell you that on the day of judgment, the people of Sodom will get off easier than you. At that moment, Jesus said, My Father, Lord of heaven and earth, I am grateful that you hid all this from wise and educated people and showed it to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that is what pleased you. My Father has given me everything, and he is the only one who knows the Son. The only one who truly knows the Father is the Son. But the Son wants to tell others about the Father so that they can know him too. If you are tired from carrying heavy burdens, come to me and I will give you rest. Take the yoke I give you, put it on your shoulders and learn from me. I am gentle and humble and you will find rest. This yoke is easy to bear and this burden is light. Matthew chapter 12 One Sabbath, Jesus and his disciples were walking through some wheat fields. His disciples were hungry and began picking and eating grains of wheat. Some Pharisees noticed this and said to Jesus, Why are your disciples picking grain on the Sabbath? They are not supposed to do that. Jesus answered, You must have read what David did when he and his followers were hungry. He went into the house of God. And then they ate the sacred loaves of bread that only priests are supposed to eat. Haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priests are allowed to work in the temple on the Sabbath? But no one says that they are guilty of breaking the law of the Sabbath. I tell you that there is something here greater than the temple. Don't you know what the scriptures mean when they say, Instead of offering sacrifices to me, I want you to be merciful to others. If you knew what this means, you would not condemn these innocent disciples of mine. So the Son of Man is Lord over the Sabbath. 
Jesus left and went into one of the Jewish meeting places, where there was a man whose hand was crippled. Some Pharisees wanted to accuse Jesus of doing something wrong, and they asked him, Is it right to heal someone on the Sabbath? Jesus answered, If you had a sheep that fell into a ditch on the Sabbath, wouldn't you lift it out? People are worth much more than sheep, and so it is right to do good on the Sabbath. Then Jesus told the man, Hold out your hand. The man did, and it became as healthy as the other one. The Pharisees left and started making plans to kill Jesus. When Jesus found out what was happening, he left there and large crowds followed him. He healed all of their sick, but warned them not to tell anyone about him. So God's promise came true, just as Isaiah the prophet had said, Here is my chosen servant, I love him, and he pleases me. I will give him my spirit, and he will bring justice to the nations. He He won't won't shout or yell or or call out in the streets. streets. He won't break off a bent reed or put out a dying flame. But But he he will will make sure that that justice justice is done. All nations will place their hope in him. Some people brought to Jesus a man who was blind and could not talk because he had a demon in him. Jesus healed the man and then he was able to talk and see. The crowds were so amazed that they asked, Could Jesus be the son of David? When the Pharisees heard this, they said, He forces out demons by the power of Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he said to them, Any kingdom where people fight each other will end up ruined, and a town or family that fights will soon destroy itself. So if Satan fights against himself, how can his kingdom last? If I use the power of Beelzebul to force out demons, whose power do your own followers use to force them out? Your followers are the ones who will judge you. But when I force out demons by the power of God's Spirit, it proves that God's kingdom has already come to you. How can anyone break into a strong man's house and steal his things unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can take everything. If you are not on my side, you are against me. If you don't gather in the harvest with me, you scatter it. I tell you that any sinful thing you do or say can be forgiven. Even if you speak against the Son of Man, you can be forgiven. But if you speak against the Holy Spirit, you can never be forgiven, either in this life or in the life to come. A good tree produces only good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. You can tell what a tree is like by the fruit it produces. You are evil snakes, so how can you say anything good? Your words show what is in your hearts. Good people bring good things out of their hearts, but evil people bring evil things out of their hearts. I promise you that on the day of judgment, everyone will have to account for every careless word they have spoken. On that day, they will be told that they are either innocent or guilty because of the things they have said. Some Pharisees and teachers of the law of Moses said, Teacher, we want you to show us a sign from heaven. But Jesus replied, You want a sign because you are evil and won't believe. But the only sign you will get is the sign of the prophet Jonah. He was in the stomach of a big fish for three days and nights, just as the Son of Man will be deep in the earth for three days and nights. On the day of judgment, the people of Nineveh will stand there with you and condemn you. 
They turned to God when Jonah preached, and yet here is something far greater than Jonah. The Queen of the South will also stand there with you and condemn you. She travelled a long way to hear Solomon's wisdom, and yet here is something much greater than Solomon. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it travels through the desert looking for a place to rest. But when the demon doesn't find a place, it says, I will go back to the home I left. When it gets there and finds the place empty, clean and fixed up, it goes off and finds seven other evil spirits, even worse than itself. They all come and make their home there, and a person ends up in worse shape than before. That's how it will be with you evil people of today. While Jesus was still speaking to the crowds, his mother and brothers came and stood outside because they wanted to talk with him. Someone told Jesus, Your mother and brothers are standing outside and want to talk with you. Jesus answered, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Then he pointed to his disciples and said, These are my mother and my brothers. Anyone who obeys my father in heaven is my brother or sister or mother.